Hi guys, welcome back to the end show. And yeah, so today we have a very interesting topic. And as usual, stay tuned to find out who our guest is. Alright guys, welcome back. Yeah, and I hope you guys have been uh, enjoying our past episode and stuff, okay? And yeah, thank you for all the support. And this week, actually, we have a very interesting topic, which is we'll be talking about spiritual belief. Yeah, such as like, you know, faith, hope, uh, spirit, body, mind, soul, and yeah, everything got to do with like spiritual stuff. And for this episode, we have a very interesting guest. His name is Ruben. All right, Ruben, maybe you can introduce yourself to the audience. Hi, uh, I'm Ruben. Um, I don't know what else to say about myself so much, but yeah, like uh, I'm basically pursuing like uh, a master's in education. But I think also uh, while working and spending time like in my studies and all that, a portion of my time also I spend in um, doing some service. Uh, and that's how actually I got to me- uh, meet uh, Narwin actually, because we were actually discussing a lot about this idea of, you know, like serving our community. Um, and one of my belief really is that um, we don't really necessarily sometimes separate like our spiritual beliefs um, with our actions and the way we carry out our day-to-day lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, so which is why like I feel like the topic that Narin like today you're proposing for us to talk about is really a very interesting topic. Like I'm really excited yeah. to, uh, you know, to explore this together with you. Yeah, nice. Thank you very much for the short introduction. All right, so let's not waste any more time and you know just get right into the the session. So the first thing that I think we we should discuss is why is it so important to have like a spiritual belief? Hmm. Yeah, it's it's a good question. Um. Uh. I think like you know really like uh, rather than. I mean, I don't know, like I would sort of like approach this question a little differently in a sense, like to see it in some ways. First of all, I feel like um, we need to first um, ask ourselves this question. Do we believe beyond the physical, there is a reality? So for example, beyond what we can touch or beyond what like we know that it's oxygen or even the things that we cannot see, like oxygen and all that, is this a reality that's more than that? And I think this question sometimes can be subjective, but for sure we know that um, a lot of things that we can't sort of see or we kind of sort of feel are part of reality, like love, the concept of love, the concept of, you know, like all these things. And I think like spiritual belief is important because I think we need a language to be able to describe things that goes beyond the physical because otherwise then imagine we want to try to describe something like love. We want to try to describe something like human qualities. We want to try to describe something like human relationships. But we don't sort of, dis- we, we describe that based on like physical contracts. How does it work? Like, is that not limiting? So I also do believe like it's important for every single person to sort of like now discover and explore, you know, like again, um, at least like try to understand what is their belief, you know, in terms of spiritual reality and try to explore a little bit of that. Mm. Does nice. it answer your question? Yeah, of course. And I would like to top up a bit more, which is uh, I think having a spiritual mm. belief is important so that, you know, we all have this kind of like faith in ourselves. That, you know, mm-hmm. someone is like, I mean, like how to say that like, we can depend on something, a higher force than us. 
like to for mm. example like today you feel like giving up but if you have yeah. faith yeah. if you have faith if you have hope that you know oh everything is like planned out for me everything will be fine then you might not give up because of just that the belief that you yeah. believe in i think i think that's one yeah of, uh, i totally agree yeah. mm. and also i think it's like how to say it will be more it will bring like positivity like, to us because we always like reflect mm. on the spiritual belief and stuff so that's why i think like mm. it's important like to have the spiritual belief like. right. just want to add something now yeah, um, before maybe we move on yeah. I, what you say is really i couldn't agree more and i feel like you answer this question uh mm. the, like the best way possible yeah. like because i also actually read a quote recently like and this quote was it was very interesting because it says like really um it says like just the fact that human human being um perceive that he will uh how to say he will he doesn't have a continuity or that he will be destroyed um you know like he doesn't have like a continuity of like life after death mm. is a weakening of the spirit it doesn't cause motivation it like it causes you to sort of like have no purpose you know like a, a, a weakening of purpose a weakening of your spirit so i find like yeah what you're saying is very true like we need mm. to really find anchors in this life and sometimes it's more than just the physical yeah sometimes more than just physical and also i would think that spiritual belief actually how to say it's like it's sort of like a reflection on what we have done lah, basically is when we have it then we can reflect on like oh what is my like my level and stuff lah, in terms of like spirituality yeah i mean like why why okay let's say for example today we have three level lah. let's say bronze silver and gold let's say you're doing you're doing gold let's say you i mean how to say in this life i mean in the in the physical life mm -hmm. you are you're achieving actually the goal but why would you want to have a bronze in your spirituality right yeah yeah right so yeah, why not yeah. why yeah why not both <laughs> yeah excellent in all aspects of your life yeah. yeah and actually uh for me actually i when i start to discover like about spiritual belief it's just like re very recently only like, maybe like uh, one year ago or half year ago it actually like made me more peaceful and make me more like grateful to a lot of things mm. especially challenges yeah it made me become like very grateful to like challenges because mm. i would like how to say i would like tend to complain a lot right before this like before knowing like all this like spiritual like oh we have something called the the faith and what oh, why is it like to have feel because you know it's very different when someone telling you what is it like you know hey you need to have faith come on you need to have faith and when you experience it yourself that's when you feel it that's when you really know it's it's a legit thing uh, and and it all comes down to your mm. personal belief as well i agree like whether you agree or not that this so-called uh spirituality exists uh, to have is to have it you need to believe mm -hmm. it first mm -hmm. uh, you need to how to say you need to seek it uh, mm -hmm. i guess you need to find it yourself uh, the the thing that you're looking for the answer yeah mm. Mm -hmm. yeah so that's for spiritual belief yep, yep. important of it mm. so the next i think we should talk like you mm. know when it comes to like spiritual belief and stuff most the, i i can say like the most like this like question or something or theory is called the is the heaven and hell. Uh. So what are your thoughts about like heaven and hell? I think like uh 
it can be something that I think to go beyond just um, whether or not it exists. I, I really don't want to go into that question so much because like, I feel like uh, let's, let's try to tackle this kind of question in a way that um, also I think promotes unity. But I think mm. one thing that's very important about the concept of heaven and hell is that regardless of what religious belief or spiritual belief we hold, um, there's always a concept of like, I think of what you were talking about, like this concept of, you know, utter peacefulness at peace with yourself at peace with, you know, like, um, um, you know, like, uh, you know, a sense of like calmness and happiness, even though, uh, you know, like uh, your surrounding may not be always like the most happiest of situation, you know, like, you know what I mean? So like, I, I feel like when we talk about he like heaven, uh, you you rather than always debating whether or not there is such a physical place, we should really think about well, um, uh, what kind of state it is, what kind of state of being it is. Like you were talking about, or oh, like you know, when you discovered spirituality, uh, you feel more in peace. You you know you, you the way you look at challenges, you know, like and I think like those things are like really, if you think about it, sort of like a heaven, you no? Know, because you feel mm, like there yep. is hope, there is support. Isn't that heaven? Like to yourself. Just imagine, like, when we think about, like, you know, like how in certain religious scriptures, or regardless of any what religion it is, when it describes hell, for example, the way it describes it is like it's fire, it's suffering. Um, uh, you know, like, and then and if you think about it, like, yeah, like what causes suffering, let's say, in this world itself, like it's that that feeling of hopelessness, no, mm, that yeah. feeling of that you have no one to like to hold on to, you have no purpose to hold on to. So then um, if you look and you, if you really think about many, many sort of like source of spiritual beliefs and when they share about um, this concept of heaven and hell, they, they will always talk about what leads to heaven and what leads to hell. And if you think about it, they're not talking about you going to what place. They're talking about, well, if you tell a truth or you, you are kind, you know, you become sort of like, you, you know, you, you sort of bring your life into a hopeful state you know, into a peaceful state because you're at peace with yourself when you don't lie to other people, you don't, you know, like, you don't like sort of get caught into a, like a web of lies, no? So I think like, yeah, like it, I think it's very helpful if we think also about um, not just after we die, where we go. I think the more, like the, import, the other important question also is like, really, how do we build heaven on earth? <laughs> mm, I think that's the yeah. more important question. Yeah. To me, to me, I think that heaven and hell is actually what we do every day it's like the state of mind every day like mm. you know for example today you woke up and you feel really like blessed and stuff you feel you have a lot of every i mean like how say you have like everyone loving you and you feel Things like hopeful yeah you have you have like you'll be you are you are very appreciate to the things that you have and so on. i think that's like the heaven feeling yeah as like what you said like earlier and let's say if like hell daily, like you woke up like, oh, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. I'm so stressed. I'm so stressed. Yeah, stuff. So I think it's like, and because of this, it's it actually, to me, it actually, how to say, it actually uh, connects with your action, right? What the mm. thing that you do. So for example, today that, you know, you woke up right, feeling really terrible and stuff, then your whole day is just going to gone like that. And you it mm. might and your action might actually like you know affect the person around you and which mm. which that brings them to a very not good state of mind 
my thoughts about heaven hell it's more on like state of mind where like where do you bring yourself daily and what do you do daily what is your opinion about following family religion or your own personal belief for example like today let's say you are born in a buddhist family very very buddhist family but you did your own spiritual searching and you found that you know i i believe more in like christianity like do you like how to say uh, should we like actually follow our own like family or should we seek for our own belief i think uh you you started out saying one thing that's very important no you started also this this conversation talking about this idea that faith is not something that someone can impose about you because no one can like force you to believe something if someone if someone sort of like force you to say in front of you there is a ghost and you don't believe in ghosts do you truly have faith do you truly have faith in ghosts for example just just let's let's just put it like simple as simple as that no right you don't so then like again so faith is not something that someone can sort of like uh instill in you faith is something that's fostered within you, you know like so then how do you foster that so i think like um it, however it doesn't mean that for example we purposely go uh, against family values because i think like also family has a role family has a role to sort of like instill a lot of very important values and more most often not a lot of very good values to come from um religion if i if i think about um my friends and the kind of children they brought up i really think like a lot of times because they're they are inspired religiously regardless of whether or not they're from buddhist background or from christian background or from bahai background whatever um so like yeah like i do think like having that kind of anchor is important but then like uh, in terms of like what to believe again like i think like the important thing is like we help our children or we help ourselves because again most of uh, us are youth um not to be following blind imitation So this idea of blind imitation means like it can come in so one form is like what you say like what people do I just follow right mm. so this can come in in terms of in this in terms of like what you're saying but it can come in the very uh, materialistic form also like for example oh, okay, if if everyone is like doing youtube video then I should do youtube video as well that's also a blind imitation no in that sense so I'm just talking in general that blind imitations do happen and I think like one if we want to sort of be in a mode of search this is one attitude to sort of like um to do away with in ourselves um to be able to search for truth yeah like so i think like that's that's one thing um but also like just to come back to the point of what you say yeah it's important for someone who to develop his own faith uh, in the sense not not to just to say like what i decide as my own religion per se but then like to develop his own faith means to really ask well uh you know what like how does like um uh, what what is it that i believe i think like also one thing narin you were saying also sometimes in asia we have this kind of perception that if i ask questions mm yeah it means that i doubt yeah and i think sometimes we have to do away with that kind of like a uh, misconception sometimes like even like um even we have to be fair to ourselves and we have to be fair to others also so i think like when someone asks a question it doesn't mean that they doubt it means that they want to find answers mm. and if you if you think about it like when thomas edison asks a question and he finds an answer to that question he becomes wiser he becomes more smart he becomes more intelligent right that's the thing about also spirituality if someone asks a question and they seek the, the answers to this question they have more faith they become more faithful 
and we I think we should think of it in that sense. Yeah. What's your thought? Yeah. My thought about it, it's actually you can you have the right. I mean, like everyone, everyone have the right to find their own answer to their in their life. Everyone have their own rights mm-hmm. find the answer in your mm. their life. Mm. But when it comes to family, mm. I think we still have to respect our family. Our families, uh, but you do have the right to have your own belief. But you have to respect I your think, family. Yeah, I think that's another issue, huh, Narvin? I don't know. I think that issue is 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 a uh, is a bigger issue than what we are saying. This issue is a misunderstanding about what religion is. I think. Mm. I don't know if it's something that we will cover here today, but uh, yeah, like I think like it's 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 a different issue altogether. I don't know what's your what's your thought about it. Yeah. What what is the issue? I think, yeah, I think the issue is that we sort of think that religion is is like it's your religion, my religion, my God, your God. That's the problem. That's why we feel like if I sort of like uh, if I sort of like believe in one one religion, I cannot sort of like accept other people having other kinds of belief or other people's belief must be wrong because I'm correct. Uh, and I think like that's 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 not necessarily. I mean, that's not a view that I hold. Okay, that like that's not my belief. Like because as a Baha'i, I grew up like really. Um, one of my belief is that um, all religion comes is is come from the same source. Yeah. So I think like when you think of it, then you won't think that yeah, like you're right and I'm wrong. Like or like oh, okay, if like if I'm of this religion, then I'm not supposed to sort of like involve in that religion's uh, uh, practices or anything. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you, Ruben. Where like you know all this like this kind of like. Maybe I think it's called like the stereotype in the maybe in the family or something that you know we are brought up in the way that oh this is uh mm. this is for that this is that this is this yeah and mm. I also believe in the Baha'is teaching where actually we all came from one source of God and mm. and how to say for every like you know every generation I think so. Where there will be new teachers coming to renew the teaching, which is uh revel- mm. relevant to like uh, the world, uh. yeah. So mm. I also believe in that, yeah. And because of that, I actually feel that religion is actually like very unite, very united. Where, mm. where mm. before, where where before I discovered the concept of like we all come from one source, I always have the thought of like it's it's a it's a different thing it's a totally completely different mm-hmm. world mm. and actually when mm-hmm. we if we study closely about like religions and stuff all of them have almost the same teaching it's just mm. that sometimes the culture oh, yeah, right. yeah. yeah the culture is a bit different and the way that they maybe is the, the difference i think it's only about like the the, the social and ethnic stuff la, like the way they pray their own how to say their own like tradition and stuff. I think that's the only difference. Other than that, it's all this mm-hmm. the, the, the teaching is about almost the same for all the religion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to add one like one stuff is like, yeah, I think like um, yeah, like you're right in the sense, like, yeah, like um, if something is true, like if like for example, being kind is true, then it should be true in the time of like it should be true four thousand years ago. It should be true today as well, right? Yep. Like so, these are truths that never will change. Mm. Um, there are things that change. There are things that change. Like for example, um, maybe during that time they're not supposed to eat certain things because medicine wasn't very advanced. 
um, or like they are, you know, like um, they're supposed to sort of like practice this kind of things or do this kind of things because maybe not everyone, you know, like is able to do this. Or so a lot of the social situations also influences um, how, like, like uh, how you know, like how certain things are being implemented in that sense but not because not because of uh, people but it's because we need to sort of, like it's a it's a way to sort of help sort of help people to advance both materially spiritually and also socially so i always like religion is not just to bring spiritual advancement but also to bring moral social mm, yep. and material advancement as well all mm. aspects of our advancement yep yep that's mm. the point that's the point yeah mm. because i mean all religion i believe all religion is good I believe there's no such thing as bad mm. religion or stuff. Yeah. Every, every, every religion teaches to mm. be like a better human being and stuff. And actually, if we look back during the civilization days, religion plays a huge part in mm. the whole civilization. Yeah. yeah. Where they like pray to a lot of things, even to rock. They even pray to a rock. They even how do you worship a rock. Yeah, that's how strong mm-hmm. like yeah, that's how strong mm-hmm. like the, the belief back then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, mm. I think that's for that part. So the next thing that you know, I think we should discuss is how does actually having like a spiritual belief system inside you change your like your perspective about life. Uh-huh. Yeah, like I say, like um. Okay, like let let's just let's just think about like this this idea. You know, if so, let me ask you just a hypothetical question, Arvin. Like if if you don't believe that there's such thing as gravity. Would it influence the way you do certain things today? <laughs> mm. If yeah. you don't believe in like gravity, yeah. What what would you what would you how will it change your belief or how, how will it change the certain things that you dare to do or you don't dare to do? Uh, actually, I'm not sure. You you definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I would I would say like for example I I wouldn't I wouldn't be so scared of jumping off like a a hundred story building mm, because yeah. like I don't I don't have the belief of like you know like a how to say it? like that day's gravity they will pull me down and I will like drop down and I will be dead, right? Yeah. So I think the same thing though, like um having a spiritual belief, what it does is like it opens our eyes to a, a side of reality that otherwise uh physically we, we don't have an idea of, right? So like um spiritual beliefs also to see, okay, like uh what is a soul, for example. I'll just give a few examples, like what's a like explore ideas like what's a soul? Um, you know, like what's the purpose of our lives? Um, you know, like what what is what it means to be a human being, right? Like a lot of these kind of things that um, you can look at it in a physical point of view, which is one perspective. But when you sort of like have also the spiritual perspective, it influences you to do do things more accurately. Just like how knowing that there is gravity uh, helps you to define where the limit is. I know, like, okay, I can do this. But I cannot jump down like a hundred story building. Mm. So yeah, yeah, like so in that sense also, I think like uh, it opens your eyes to a, another dimension that otherwise you won't be able to see. Yeah. Mm. Yep. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. What's your thought? Mm. To me, I think it opens up the whole a whole new world of like imagination to me. Because yeah, you can imagine mm-hmm. a lot of stuff mm-hmm. when you have like faith and stuff uh, you can imagine basically mm. a, a lot of things like, uh, and actually that's mm. what I've been doing every morning 
uh, actually it's part of my routine. It's called uh, manifestation or visualization, which I visualize mm. my whole day. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. And because of that, mm. actually like a lot of things have been like good for me. Uh, and it was also like, I believe like, it's, I believe all these things. That's why I do it. Like, and it really uh, works. Yeah. And I think actually, yeah, I think for me, it's like the imagination part. Lah. And also to open up myself, be like more open-minded and accept more things, I guess. Like it like mm -hmm. accept more things in a sense, like it's okay to be like that. It's okay to be like this. It's okay that mm -hmm. this happens to me. It's okay that this and that. Just accept, accept it. And, you know, because how to say when I started like you know have like finding my own spiritual belief and stuff I embrace all the challenges uh, that I face through uh, yeah I believe that you see further yeah. you see further no you see further than what you yeah. are able to see yeah no? correct because otherwise previously you can only see basically in like instant gratification or like anything that's instant like or like so if I do this if there's challenges it means that for example I should be depressed about it because like there's no hope but then like spiritual perception sometimes helps us to see like, well, yeah, like these challenges I have, they have wisdom. Mm. So like somehow spiritual beliefs helps us to have, like have a, a view that is more far reaching. Yeah. You know? like, mm. Actually, before we move on, I think I want to share this uh, story about a Chinese farmer. Have you heard before? About the Chinese no, I mean, farmer? Yeah, there's many stories about Chinese farmers. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh this story is from uh by Alan Watts, okay, and all right the story goes like this: Once upon a time, there was a Chinese farmer whose horse ran away. So that evening, all of his neighbors came around, and you know, and said that, "Oh, we are so sorry to hear that your horse has run away. This is this this must be very unfortunate." And the farmer said, "Maybe." Okay, the next day, the horse came back, bringing seven more horse come back. So it means the first day he got missing. So the second day, he bring seven horse come back with himself. Okay, and in the evening, everyone came back. All the villagers came back and said, oh, isn't that very lucky? And, the, and like, how to say? And, the, and now you have eight horse. Because one, month, then you bring back seven. So you have eight horse now. And the farmer said, maybe. Maybe? Yeah. And the following day, his son tried to break one of the horse. Okay, and while riding it, he was thrown. Mm. He was thrown away. He, were, he got kicked by the horse and broke his leg. The neighbor mm. all came and said, "Oh, that's bad. That's that's that got the hurt." And the farmer said, "Maybe." The next day, the officers came to look around for the people to join in the army, and he saw his son. But unfortunately, his son cannot enter because he got injured leg. And all the neighbors. All the neighbors came and said, oh, isn't that great? He don't need to serve in the army. And the farmer said, maybe. So actually, the whole process is actually, how to say, it's integrated process of immersed complexity. And it's really impossible to tell whether anything happens in it is good or bad. Yeah, because you never know what will be the consequences mm -hmm. of the misfortune or you never know what will be the consequences of good fortune. So it's like the whole process. Yeah, that's why the farmer keeps saying maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, it's a really great story. Yeah, of a Chinese farmer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And one more book that nice. who's, uh, the, more, who's the author again? Alan Watts. Alan Watts. Alan yeah. Watts. Okay, another book that actually like 
talks a lot about uh, spiritual belief is this book by Florence Shobershin, The Game of Life and How to Play It. It was published like more than 20 years ago. And this book actually, they talks about a lot about the laws, uh, law, you know, laws of karma, laws of non-resistance, uh, laws of words, the power of words and stuff. So basically this book tells us the concept of like, life is just like a game and it's just how you play it. It's a great book. Uh -huh. Yeah, I'm actually halfway through the book. Yeah, it's a great book. Yeah, nice. It's very so, nice that you are very well read and like you like to read about, you know, yeah. like deep stuff like that also. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I think let's, uh, <laughs> let's move on. So the next thing I think we should bring uh, into the topic, actually I mentioned it just now, it was the, the law of karma. Yeah, so what, mm. do you, what do you think about it? Yeah, um, you know, again, I can't comment again, like, you know, like, like a lot of things, like I can't comment per se about specific use of the word in like certain religious contexts. But I like, I just like to maybe like talk about the general concept that we, we are exploring here. No, like, I think like, um, let's explore this in terms of like this idea of like, you reap what you sow, huh? like, mm. like, which is essentially what a lot of people talk about no like this idea of concept, uh, karma like do good uh, get good like mm. do bad get bad yep. huh so uh again it's it's a it's a it's a it's a sometimes people look at it in a very magical way like as if like there is a magician sort of like um sort of like how like yeah like so if you sort of do bad things then i sort of like write it in a, like a piece of paper and say like okay so like at one point in your life uh like, I would like to punish you. <laughs> like, I, I mean, like, yeah, like, so again, I don't want to comment so much about that, but I think sometimes it's helpful to also think about, um, I think it's more helpful for us at least to think about this idea of you reap what you sow uh, in this way, in a way that your decisions in life uh, is a web. And whatever decisions you make now, actually has an effect on, you know, like your future and, and the future decisions that you make, right? Hmm. So for example, the kind of friends you choose um, influences, for example, whether or not, uh, you know, like you, you, would, uh, you would sort of like want to be excellent in your pursuit of studies, um, you know, like just like an example, like, you know, those kind of things. And then like that, again, in, influences whether or not you have the motivation to go into university, whether or not you know you you like you know like uh you know like a uh, kind of how to say pursue like a uh, education that allows you to sort of serve humanity better and better. So you see, like there is a web, no? There is a web of like decision. Again, the same thing. Like if you choose, if you choose to, for example, lie all the time, and then you because of that, no one trusts you. How can you say that that's karma? How can you say that that's magical that's a magic like magic as in like oh like there's something sway that happens in your life no it's not sway it's it's self-inflicting you self-inflicted it to yourself because uh you created a condition within you that doesn't allow other people to trust you and i think sometimes it's like that no when we ever something bad happens to us we only know how to blame the surrounding and we say that this is bad karma or we say like this is something magical that sort of happened but I think we have to sort of like, the important thing about karma, I think, is about self-improvement. It's about identifying what we need to do to become better so that our environment also becomes better. Okay, so 
from my thoughts, I think it's actually like developed us into a becoming more moral valued person. For example, the law of karma says that, you know, if you do good, you'll get good. Same goes as like a moral, a moral teaching where nobody actually taught to do good things. Yeah. And actually that reflects back to all religion, basically that we should only do good stuff and yeah. So and we should not like, you know, backbite. We should not lie. We should not this and that. And if something really bad happens to you, it might not be, it might not be the, the law of karma as well. It might be like, you know, some, something else that mm. you actually, that you actually attract, that you actually attract it. For example, today you are, let's say you are, but then, you know, yeah, for example, like you are backbiting someone. You are actually, in a sense, like, you are actually attracting all the negative forces to come in around you. And you know, when something bad happen, they say, well, someone cursed me or <laughs> Yeah. But that, that, that's essentially what I think we are saying the same thing, Narvin. Like, in a sense, like, I think, like, that's the thing, no? Like, we, we shouldn't sort of, like, now blame this on, like, a magician, like, an unseen magician and say, like, oh, okay, uh, karma means, like, someone is inflicting, like, unluckiness onto us because we have enough karma points or, you know, like that, you know, like, in, in that way, I think, like, it's self, a lot of times it's self-inflicting, like you say. So like, for example, if you back by, obviously you're creating an environment around you that's not, that's not conducive for your own well-being and your own growth as well. The same thing if you, you know, like if you lie, if you like, I mean, oh, sorry, if you sort of like are accustomed to lie all the time, you're creating an environment and you surround yourself with friends, a certain kind of friends, you surround yourself with certain kind of people or you, or you make people around you react to you towards a certain way. So how can you blame all of this to someone else or to like a uh, luck or to fate, you know, like and say, oh, it's my fate to not have friends. No, it's our own decision. Yeah. Or, like, so I think sometimes it's helpful, to, like you say, I think sometimes it's helpful to think of karma, like in, in terms of like in this way, in a more, in a more wis- wisdomous way to think about it as like, yeah, like my decisions actually, um, you know, like my, uh, you know, again, yeah. How my life will become yeah just, just like, like yeah I, I keep eating unhealthy food and then i wondering, yeah if i keep eating unhealthy food and i, I keep wondering why i'm always sick it's mm. it's not like there's a, a sick demon making you sick no it's not like mm. that yeah it's just like stimulus and responses what mm. can you control what is in your circle of influence and actually it's all i think this part we can relate to one of the greatest habit is which is habit of proactivity which habit of proactive means mm-hmm. uh, us being product, pro, uh, proactive yeah and we only take charge of the things that we can control inside our own circle of influence as you know like the young the younger ones you know such uh, like kids who are below 12 they are the one who usually uh-huh. have a lot of question about like spiritual stuff religion and stuff and if we actually like don't give them the answer for their question, when they grow up, they might like, you know, they don't even have like faith in themselves. They don't even know what's meaningful to them. How can we actually like cultivate more about spiritual belief to the younger ones? Hmm. 
Um, uh, just to clarify also, like you're talking about roughly the age of 12, 13, 14? Yeah, and, and, and below. This age, yeah. Yeah, starting like maybe four, below. five uh -huh. years old, yeah. As they are, as you know, uh -huh. as the younger ones are always the most curious one. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, like um, my experience has always, I mean, my, my, a lot of my experience, of course, is with working with um, 12, 13, 14 years old, which are pre-adolescents. Yeah, like, and it's a lot of also what my education is dedicated to and also my service. Like my, a lot of my community service is about working with young people of 12 to 15 years old. Who, are, who we know are, is a very special age, like what you say, Narvin. Yeah. Uh, because they ask a lot of, uh, they ask, I mean, they're in an age where they actually suddenly ask a lot of very philosophical questions in life, which is very interesting. You know, like they don't just ask like, um, what's, what's for dinner tomorrow? Like they ask, I mean, I don't know, like when I remember like um, when interacting with young people of this age, they were like, ask like, what's my purpose in life? Who am I as a person? Like, I'm not just so-and-so's son or so-and-so's daughter anymore. Like, who am I as, like, Narvin Lee? Like, Lee Narvin, you know? Like, like that, that kind of very philosophical question you start to ask because you want to find purpose, you want to find meaning, you know? Like, and that's, that's the characteristic of this age, you know? Like, and then as you say, it's important in this age that um, the search for spirituality or the search for something beyond just the physical is important. Because this is when they are most thirsty about this kind of, uh, this kind of uh, reality, right? Hmm. So the kind of attitude, I think, and based on my experiences, because I've been working with um, young people of 12 to 15 years old for about, I don't know, like 15 years, 12 to 15 years. Yeah. Um, so based on my experience is that really like um, we have to create an environment that's open, um, um, that's also like that's... Um, that's open and welcoming for them to ask questions and for them to and for them to explore those questions um, very openly and very exploratively. Meaning to say, we don't also force them to have very quick answers. We allow them to answer this. I mean, to to find answers to this question also gradually. You know, like and sometimes it's fine. Like if they initially their understanding is you know like uh, you know like just quite simple, simple it's fine. But they ask more because it's the age, you know, the characteristic of the age. As they as they continue to be more curious about it, as they continue to want to learn more, that's the key of like I think growing in our spiritual belief, and that's the key for growing in our interest about the spiritual life, you know, about a spiritual life. And I think what happens sometimes is, as you say, when young people are asking questions and people around them say, don't ask these questions, or people around them just tell them very simple answers to these questions. That's what kills the spirit, you know? Like, that's what kills this spirit of wanting to investigate, wanting to, you know, like, understand more about something that's deeper. And it affects more than just, I think, spiritual beliefs. It affects also their life. It affects their intellectual capability in all aspects, I think. So mm. that's why I think it's important to encourage young people um, to be to, to in to you know to belong to an environment that's open and explorative and free from uh, free from ridicule means that they know that if they ask these questions, no one will judge them and no one will laugh at them. Mm. Mm, yeah, I think one more thing about the environment. I think we need to create a very comfortable environment, uh, as you mm. said. Like you know, mm. uh, so that I don't get laughed for this question. 
because I think it was I think mm. it was one of it it was vocal because of the fear of the fear of it the mm. fear of asking the question maybe it was because of, of like past experience where they got laughed because like ah you you why you ask this question ah it's so stupid and because of that although it seems small but because of that right it actually stops mm. them from actually knowing more and be more curious and I think mm. the key, the key for young young generation is being more curious, just mm. being more curious and you know out there, just find the answer. You need to find the answer. I think, yeah, and being curious to find the answer. I think that's the the whole key. Because for me, I started about like fifteen, sixteen, find, trying to find my own spiritual belief, and actually I research a lot uh, about like talisman. You know, you know what's talisman, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah mm. like we 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 worship mm. something. For example, like last time during the mm. civilization, they worship a, a stone, a big stone. Mm. So that's like yeah. uh, talisman. Like. But for me, I I do a lot of uh, research and understanding about uh Buddhism more, which is uh, the Buddha image. Mm. The Buddha mm. image, yeah, because I'm from Thai, so my background mm. is a lot of right, you know, all these like talisman things about the Buddha yeah. image. Yeah. So I, I mm. actually went dig went went to like you know went to search like why do actually people have such a belief for like um, um amulet mm. Buddha image? Why do people believe in like tattoos? Like you know, mm. in Thai we have like a spiritual tattoo and stuff, or why do we you know wear the amulet on our waist and stuff? So I'm, I was very curious. So when I curious, mm. I you know, we just want to find the answer. That's it. That's our purpose. We want to find the answer for whatever we are searching for. Yeah. And I think mm. because of that, it made me like grow a lot like, in, in terms of spirituality. And I think because of spirituality, it's going to make us more and more stronger every day. But sometimes actually like, I think one more thing is also being patient. Mm. Being patient because not all answers you're going to get today. It takes yeah. it's, it's a journey, I guess. It's a process. It's a very long process. And it it yeah. won't it won't end in this life. That's for sure, yeah. I believe. It won't end yeah. in this life. Yeah. It's a very mm. long process, yeah. Which you cannot even imagine. And because you know yeah. now how like that's why that's why kids, now, yeah. yeah, that's why no, no, like, that's why I was thinking. Mm. Sorry, go ahead. Go okay. Ahead. So I was saying that. You know, like now in this like era, everything have we face the the we face our like tablets, our phone more than anything, and we actually like tend not not to be patient easily, because because of like mm. as you said earlier, the point which is instant gratification, where we can get like everything on the mm. phone asap, like so like grab, I want bubble tea, okay, I book bubble tea straight, come, twenty minutes, come to my door already, and it's because of this. And not environment because of this kind yeah. of stuff, right? Makes us like I want now, 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 now. But where actually spirituality, belief, and all these like belief system stuff actually is a very, very long process, uh, which I think you won't have an end. Uh. You just keep on growing in mm-hmm. in the same time, and you're still searching for the answer in the same time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think yeah, it's, a very, yeah. it's a very important statement also yeah. like simplicity is sometimes like like how to say it? it's not simplistic sorry simplistic mm. being simplistic is the enemy of understanding because we also always provide simplistic answers to deep questions uh, we stop people from learning 
So like for example, if someone asks you what's the purpose of this or what's 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 this and all that, and you just give a very simplistic answer, you know, and then they if they either satisfy with it, and that stops them from continue to learn for the rest of their life and seek answers for the rest of life to continue to sort of like learn and understand deeper and deeper about something, or they think that it's too simplistic. And then that's just too impractical, and let me. So then they reject the idea of like religion, or they reject the idea of spirituality because to them it's just not practical. So I think like really simple. Like I think like um, we have to learn how not to address something as profound and deep like spirituality in a very simplistic manner. Yeah. Right. And that's <clears throat> why I feel like. We actually like spend a lot of time on like our gadgets and stuff, and because of that, it makes us become less, how to say, less curious about like spiritual stuff because we are too busy, you know. You know, our YouTube uh-huh. and stuff. Yeah, pre preoccupied. Actually, this will be the last uh question for our podcast today, which is, what is your one wish for the world? Hmm. Wow! Only one wish, Irene. I can't have ten wishes, three wishes. <laughs> only one. <laughs> only one. Yeah, only Can one. I wish for two wishes. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Like. Okay. And like, you have to give me some time to think about it. Like, again, again. Wish. Oh gosh. I. I. I think. Like. I really think. Like, my one wish is really. Um. Uh. You know that we we will be able to. To have like to create, I don't know. Like I think we'd be able to sort of like find answers to how to um, create sustainable uh, spiritual and material progress. Because right now, whatever progress or whatever way we can think about progressing is very short term and very unsustainable. Um, and if you think about it, it's quite scary because the way we sort of progressing materially. I think within few like within fifty years we might like all extinct, right? Like the way that we are sort of progressing materially. So like I really think like we need to sort of like, I really like me like sincerely hope like we can work together and unite and find answers mm-hmm. to this, this question of really how we as a whole humanity can achieve um, sustainable spiritual and material progress so that us as a humanity can evolve and become better as a, as a human species. Mm. I don't know if it's very abstract, but like, do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think you're trying to say like, it's, it's to have... It's your, it's your fault, Narvi, because you only give me one wish, so I have to sort of... Yeah, I think your point was like, trying to mm. find the balance in everything. Is it the balance? Like trying what to find mean? a what do you mean? What balance? Balance with like spirituality, materialistic and stuff, and we can progress in this way. Am I right? I think yeah, like that's one that's one aspect part, of my wish. Yeah. Again, I'm trying to sort of like put all my wishes to one wish. <laughs> so like that's part of my wish, really. That's part of my wish, but also the other wish is that uh we as human beings because there's still like even though we are advancing, there's still so much problem in the world now. I mean, like if yeah. you just think about it, it's just so unfair that while we're living comfortably, there are people in the world that are that are earning like less than like one US dollar mm. like a day. 
like so so like while we say like oh we have the best technology now compared to 2000 years ago 4000 years ago why aren't we using those technology to solve you know like the kind of issues that we're facing today so i think like really like yeah like so my that's what that's that's my point my point is like i feel like i, I hope that we all can unite and really find a solution you know like to to all these problems so that we can achieve long lasting peace and long lasting unity um and create a better environment just for everyone every single human being in this planet yeah actually my wish is something related to yours as well which is like unity and peace and so on <laughs> because of because in like the world we live in like you know we have a lot of like this kind of like problems where people are just getting killed without any reasons and and mm. stuff so i think it will be the same as well which is like i just hope like everyone can like unite and mm. you know imagine if like everyone unite everyone it will be so peaceful and you know we as a human being can can achieve more together in the same energetic environment and positive environment i think that's that's my wish yeah wow so i think that's it for our podcast for this episode yeah and i hope uh, you guys are listening yeah all right what do you want to say I feel very nice. Yeah, it's been a very nice conversation. Thank you, like Nalin, for for like right. uh, giving me the opportunity. Hey, <laughs> you're most welcome. And yeah, guys, and I hope you guys are you know enjoying very much of our podcast this week. And yeah, as usual, I will see you guys in the next episode. And you know, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and share to everyone of your family members and friends. Yeah. And guys, hope to see you guys in the next episode. Bye bye.